Welcome to the Busy Pastor Podcast. My name is Greg Gibson. As always, I'm here with my co-host, Trent Stewart, the lead pastor at Foothills Church. And today we're talking about the importance of leadership pipeline. All right, episode 20 of the Busy Pastor Podcast. Woo-hoo. Man, this is a milestone. I, I'm so thankful for all that God's doing with this podcast, with our content. And uh, today we're talking about uh, leadership pipeline stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So, so last week in the previous episode, we talked about our discipleship process here yeah. at Foothills Church. And so let's begin the the episode just by looking over that graph again. Yeah. And uh, and so if you're listening um, to you know this episode, you can go to YouTube and you can see the graph in, in our our uh, in our episode, or you can go to busypastor.org and you can download the graph and the show notes as well. But but let's talk through this for a minute before we jump yeah. into leadership pipeline stuff. Yeah. So we've got just to re- recap real quick. Our our three words are share, connect, equip. So share. Uh, the love of God, connect to the people of God, and equip for the mission of God. That's essentially our strategy for how we want to seek to develop people. And so under each one of those categories there, you see the stages of faith. And so, you know, a spiritually dead person would be someone without faith. And then you've got the spiritual infant, child, young adult, spiritual parent. And then underneath each one of those is, in each column, essentially how we seek to help that person come to faith, understand Christ, and then how they can grow in their faith. And so this level right here, where you see Base Camp, Camp 2, Camp 3, Leadership Summits, these are the, that's the level of classes that we use and um, just ways that we're able to teach and, and use as a step for people in their faith. And then the bottom level here is what we want to talk about today, because the, the levels here it really kind of fleshes out the first three levels of our leadership pipeline. And so you have a volunteer, you have a team leader, and then you have a coach, and then we're going to get into uh, the other two. But for the purpose of this graph, this is kind of what we use to help our people um, grow from from a coach. It moves into a director, and so sometimes that is uh, most likely a staff member. And so the next two levels would be more of a staff tier level. Uh, so these are the three main levels that we'll, we'll get into today. We'll talk about the others uh, in the next episode. So yeah, this kind of in a nutshell kind of uh, is a visual for everything that we're really trying to do at FC. I mean, this, people ask, what do we do? Really, this is what, what we do. You know, we're not really a heavy event uh, church. We'll do a marriage conference. We'll do you know, a big Easter Sunday. We're, we're not doing a ton of outside events that draw us away from what we believe is our main purpose, which is to make disciples. And this is kind of it. Yeah. And so I think that's a good point. We're not an event-driven church. In so many ways, we we would be a process-driven church, the process yeah. mm-hmm. for making disciples. And so let's get into our process for developing leaders yeah. and our leadership pipeline. So so let's talk about leadership pipeline before we get into that, though. Um, kind of the first question for you is, is just what is it, <laughs> right? Yeah. What is a leadership pipeline? Well, I think it really all kind of started with a guy named Ram Sharan back in, I think it was 2011, he wrote a book called Leadership Pipeline. And then uh, after he wrote that for the business world, the secular book, um, I think a lot of Christians started to read that and started to really say, hey, wait a minute, this is great stuff for leadership development in, in the church as well. And so I went to a conference that Lifeway did several years ago. Uh, we both did and uh, took some staff members. We talked 
they, they talked about leadership pipeline stuff. And so we walked away with that with, a, you know, after reading the book, after seeing um, kind of the, the value of uh, how it could help us, you know, we, we kind of tweaked it and began to develop our own uh, pipeline. And so I think that's kind of where it comes from. And, and a lot of what we are going to talk about today and in the next episode is just how we interpreted it, how we applied some of the things that we've learned over the years. But simply put, I think a leadership pipeline is, is really a trajectory of leadership, you know, starting with the ability to lead yourself, right? Got to lead yourself. Yeah. And ending with the ability to lead at the highest levels, you know, in your organization. And so this is good stuff for, you know, your business. It's right. great stuff for, you know, your, your church as well as far as organization and growing as a leader. Yeah. So I can definitely see the importance of this in the mm-hmm. marketplace, in the business world. Sure. Uh, why is it important in the life of a church? So, so why, why, why even talk about it, but yeah. why put emphasis on it? In a church culture and a church organization, why are we bringing this in and making this something that we do? Yeah, well, it's, I think it's the same thing you and I have been talking about for 20 episodes, and that is our mandate as pastors is to make disciples, equip the saints, Ephesians 4, for the work of the ministry. Right. And so as we are developing people and, and allowing them and, and helping them grow in their faith with Christ, essentially... If we want them to be a disciple maker, that means they're going to have to grow in their ability to lead others. If you're going to if you're going to influence people to walk with Jesus, learn about Jesus, be changed by Jesus, you're going to have to have some leadership ability. And so, you know, I think people listening to this podcast are 100% on board, but I think your point to the question is, you know, why would we want leadership and not just more of Jesus. Why can't we just, right. all we need is Jesus. All we need is the Bible. Well, yes and yes, but Jesus is, the, is, is training and equipping these 12 men that they would be leaders of the church and leaders who would develop other disciples who would in turn be able to develop other disciples. And that's the whole point, I think. And so uh, that's why it's important. You know? That's why we have to do it. I think it's the hard work of thinking through this stuff and and giving people a visual and a picture of some of the competencies that are necessary to, yeah, lead yourself, but then here are ways that you begin to lead others. Yeah, and I think you hit the nail on the head there. I mean, we this is what what we've been talking about for 20 episodes. Yeah, yeah the pastor's one, one sentence job description to equip the saints for the work of ministry to build up the body of Christ. As you mentioned, it's our mandate. And in many ways, discipleship and development Right, are two sides of the same coin. Same coin, yeah. Right, and so there, there's a discipleship maturity side, but then there also is a development side. So when we ask the question, why is it important? Well, it's important because we are developing people. We're developing yeah. people to make disciples. Yeah. And development is, yeah, it's character and competency, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's and it's our model here at Foothills Church, and we think it was the model that Jesus, you know, had as well. Absolutely. Yeah, and he spent more time developing disciples than pouring into the crowds, and uh, that's what we want to be about here at FC, and we think that you should be about as a pastor and your church should be about as well. So so let's talk about the Foothills Church process, Sure, uh, our leadership pipeline. So for this episode, we're going to talk about volunteer, team leader, and coach yeah. specifically. And uh, so let's, let's get into this, and let's begin to kind of explain... Um, 
um, why we have put this graph together, what it, what it looks like, mm-hmm. and uh, what we're trying to accomplish with yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I would I would say first of all, people need a vision of of really who to be, and not just what to do. So, you know, as pastors, we were leading volunteers and. That's a huge part of, of you know, our role. And as we're leading them, the last thing we want to do is just say, hey, here's, here's the job we need you to do and show up every week on time, give 100% and do it, and then just kind of walk away and just kind of expect them to just show up and do it you know, for free every week. Like, that's not going to last long. Right. And so as a pastor, you've got to think through, okay, how can I you know, recruit, encourage, equip, inspire, hold people accountable so that, you know, they are experiencing Christ, growing in their faith and serving the church and seeing the rewards of that and experiencing a closer walk with Jesus as a result of that. And so when we think about a leadership pipeline, this this can kind of be that 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 key that helps you cast vision. And, um, and, and really, the leadership pipeline is for really leaders and staff to look at and to be guided by. Right. It's not like we're handing this out on Sunday morning, you know, saying, hey, study this. This is who you can be too. It's right. like, no, this is really a guide for leaders. Exactly. And we use this as a staff and, 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 and as some of our, you know, higher level leaders in our church that look at this and, and then can apply this, you know, to the people and helping them uh, take their next step. And, and so as we get into it, I think that'll be, you know, it'll explain itself. But I, I think it overall is a map for where we want them to go. And it's not really just like a menu, yeah. like, hey, choose what you want to be or choose what you want to do. It's really just kind of a map and a guide to help our leaders, help our coaches, help our staff guide people um, and, and, and really get them thinking about certain competencies that they have to develop in order to grow as a leader. Right, and I think I think that's so important because one of the I think one of the hardest jobs in leadership is leading volunteers. Oh, right, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, think about think about in, in the marketplace or in the business world, uh, you're not really leading volunteers. Really, no. the nonprofit world, as we've defined it today, the church world, as we've defined it today, is that place where we're leading volunteers. Yeah, it's the most leadership intensive organization on the planet. Right, like if I'm running a business. I, I can fire you if you don't do a good job. So it's incentive-based. Yeah, I can give you a raise if you're doing a great job, I, you know, whatever. In the church world, you're, like, you're working with people who are volunteering. Right. They're giving, they're sacrificing their time, their talents, their, their, yeah. their resources in order to be a part of the mission of God. And so as a pastor, if we aren't inspiring people to show them that, hey, this is what God wants you to do, and this is going to bless you, and this is going to change people's lives, then we're not leading. <laughs> and so anybody can come up with a sermon and preach it on Sundays. Right. You know, anybody can, um, you know, put that together and, and share, and you, you may not be very good at it, but you can, you can do it. But the difference between pastors who are great commission-focused and, and, and leading people to Christ and those who are just not is really this. Are you able to lead people you know, toward the mission of God and convince them, inspire them, show them why it's important? Um, biblically, 
uh, for their faith, for their own benefit, to glorify God, and and really keep them motivated over the long haul. And so that's the challenge. Yeah, absolutely. And so if you're listening today, and maybe you're jumping into this episode, go back and listen to the previous episodes, um, because we talk a lot about leading out of your strengths, knowing your design and how God has designed you, mm-hmm. and then building a team around your weaknesses or being a part of a team in yeah. your strengths and knowing how you can build up that team and the team can accomplish more together. Yeah. And, and so when we, when we be, move into this conversation now on leading volunteers, we're not really going to uh, place a lot of uh, content towards that angle of the conversation. Um, but I would say, go back and listen to that yeah. and then come back to this. Because mm-hmm. this, this this is, I think, going to be the next step in your strategy for how you are putting to, put in, putting that together. So so let's talk about our our, uh, our, our process here. Yeah. So when it comes to our, um, our leadership pipeline, so talk, talk us through our levels first. So the what, levels, what does that look like? Yeah, the levels are volunteer, you know, it's kind of the lowest level, you know, and then it moves into what we would call a leader, then a coach, uh, then a ministry director, and then finally the top would be a directional leader. And so kind of breaking those down. So a volunteer would be anybody that's volunteering on Sunday. So this could be someone who is a greeter, somebody who's working in our cafe, somebody, you know, that is on the production team or, you know, s- s- some, some way they are simply volunteering. They're not leading other people, but in a sense, they are leading themselves, right? right. And so they're, they're volunteering their time. This is the lowest level of leadership. And then kind of moving up to that would be a leader of what we would call either a small group leader, um, we would call a ministry team leader, uh, something like that. In, in our volunteer, um, what we call ministry descriptions, and uh, we'll talk about volunteers in the next couple of episodes, every volunteer needs a ministry description, like what am I asking them to do? Right. And so uh, that would be in the title, the, the title of leader. You know, so so that's important. Make sure that what you're putting on, you know, your leadership pipeline mirrors the language and the terms that you're using in ministry descriptions and like people in the various uh, parts of the ministry. And so, so small group leaders, ministry leaders, then the coach. A coach would be uh, someone in our system. We have uh, small group coaches, and small group coaches are coaching three to four small group leaders, and that's. That's their, you know, one of their main ministries of, of priority, just focusing on pouring into, we'll talk about specifics in a minute, uh, or there's ministry coaches. And so we have team leaders on Sunday morning. A team leader might be over a certain, like maybe like over the parking lot, or maybe they're over a kid's check-in, uh, or they're over all the, you know, uh, maybe four or five classrooms of our kids' ministry. And so those coaches are now caring for and taking care of those volunteers that are serving in those areas. And then the ministry director, that would be like our kids director, our guest services director. These are people who are over uh, an entire ministry. Those for us are, are, are going to be right now staff members. Um, and I'll, I'll say right now because these things are always fluid in a growing church. Mm-hmm. So if your church is growing, you're going you're gonna to create this and then in two years, you're going to come back and say, well, we're, we're ebbing and flowing this and, and we're, we've tweaked this several times over the years. Um, and then finally, is that directional level. These, these will be pastors. These will be elders in, in the church. And so um, 
giving that directional leadership. And so those are the terms that, that we're using currently. Right. And so, um, again, if, if you're listening, go to, our, go to our website, go to the show notes, you'll be able to see this graph and, and download it and, and kind of walk through it as you're listening to us. And so those are our, our current levels here at Foothills. Those are some sample roles. And now let's talk about how that flushes out in our discipleship process. Yeah. So our, our strategy again here is to share, connect, equip. We're sharing the love of God, connecting to the people of God and equipping for the mission of God. And so at each stage, Trent, uh, volunteer leader, coach, ministry director, and our directional team, mm-hmm. um, how is that, that flushed out? Yeah. Well, so from a volunteer standpoint, so, so on the pipeline, we have share, connect, equip at the top, and then we have journey, which is our overall, which, what we've been talking about. Uh, all of our steps, all of our classes in in that process, and so, so we wanted to make sure that the terms that we were using, share, connect, equip, actually mirrored our leadership pipeline as well. Because essentially, when, when we talk about leadership, we're talking about core competencies. So a volunteer needs certain competencies. They need to be able to do some things in order to be a volunteer. Right. And then in order to be a leader, they need to show some evidence that they've developed some other core competencies. And sometimes, you know, people in our church, it's not necessarily because we developed them as a leader. They've developed themselves or they've been in other places and they come in like, wow, this person is already at a level. And so, you know, it's not like they, you know, everybody's different. But, you know, when it comes to the share, connect, equip and journey area of a volunteer. So under the share, how how does a volunteer share the love of God? Well, essentially they are what we would say they're sharing their time, their talents and their treasures. Yeah. So these are people who have gone to base camp and to be able to serve at our church, you do have to go to base camp, you do have to be a partner. Uh, the, there, there are maybe one, maybe two areas where we would say you don't have to be a partner to serve. And that might be like a, a door greeter or somebody, you know, that works in the kitchen of our cafe. We would, we would allow that, but, but everybody else goes through base camp and is a partner and that's huge. Yeah. Don't, don't like blow by that because we want to make sure everybody's in alignment. Right. Through That's base right. camp. It's, it's the filter to say, this is who we are. This is who we're not. Exactly. This is what we're doing. Right. I want to make sure that you're on board with that. Yeah. And if you're not, that's fine. There are a lot of other churches to go to. Go. And I pray that God does a great work in your life there. But if you want to be here, this is what we're about. We, we do this. We don't do that. You know, we're focused on this. We're not going to fight about this. Yeah. And, and so that really is an, an, an aligning it also, we see a ton of people come to faith in that. Mm-hmm. We see a ton of people realize, oh man, I haven't been baptized. So that's one of the most important steps that, that we, we do. And so uh, it also helps people begin to think in terms of when you're volunteering, this is what you're doing. You're giving your time. It's going to take time. It's a sacrifice of your time. It's a sacrifice of your talents. You know, you're going to be using the talents that God has gifted to you. And then as a partner, you're also, you know, stepping into you know, a sacrifice of your treasures. You're, right. you're beginning to give. Yeah. And so that's how they're sharing the love of God. And then so how do they connect to the people of God? Well, what, what they're doing as they serve is they're still connecting to Foothills Church. So they're connecting to the people of Foothills Church because I don't know about you, but when people serve, 
they just start to build that camaraderie and that relationship with the people that they're serving with. Right. And so that's a big part of, you know, you've heard of Sticky Team, Sticky Church, um, uh, Larry Osborne, great books. You know, for people to stick in your church, this is one of those ways that they connect to uh, the people of God by serving and they're connecting to those ministry teams as well. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that would be the other word that, the two words that we put in the connect column. You know, Fiddler's Church, they're connecting to God, and I mean the people of God through the church mm-hmm. and through the ministry teams. And then finally is like, how are, they, how are they being equipped for the mission of God? And so they are equipped for the mission of God because they are serving others. And as they serve others, they're getting trained. And that ongoing training and that ongoing accountability that we'll talk about is happening in this, um, th- th- this volunteer serving capacity. And so they're being equipped to actually do that. Yeah, man, I, I think this is, this is so important to the conversation on uh, development, yeah. right? And how we are developing people and giving them uh, someone to be, um, something to, to, to strive for. And, and how they are growing, you know, themselves. And mm-hmm. one of the things that you said a moment ago that I want to highlight that I think is so important, and I don't want to just pass over, is that, is that when people are coming to base camp, they are, they are aligning, right? Yeah. Yeah. And really, they're aligning in, in, in what we believe to be true about the gospel. Mm-hmm. And you, you, you um, mentioned it several episodes ago in kind of this educational model that, mm-hmm. that we have in the church, where yeah. it's like, most of the time, hey, if you believe these things, great, you great. can be a part of our church. Mm-hmm. I think one of the things that we're we're kind of adding to, um, maybe not in the same measure of, of importance of like, yeah, you got to believe these things to get into heaven and believe these things to be a part of our church. But but what you mentioned a moment ago is alignment in what we do, which is so, so important, yeah. right? It's it's like that second tier. Yeah. So alignment in, in who, what we believe and alignment our philosophy of ministry. Well, and that's something that starts on in that class, but it's something that as leaders, you know, we, we never have, we never get to stop doing. We're right. Constantly aligning people to the vision, and and constantly trying to bring clarity around why we're doing this and why we're not doing that and 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 just constantly getting people into our you know this this is I'm I'm thinking staff I'm thinking you know yes. volunteers new people people who've been here for a long time as pastors like aligning and clarity is like it's a never ending job and in constant the, the minute you think oh everybody's aligned and everybody's moving in the right direction you're you're you know somebody's falling off the wagon like it's it's constant that, right. that you're you're saying the same things over and over and over again and bringing people uh, to th- this concept of what we're trying to do. Yeah. So, pastors, I hope I hope this conversation is helpful. Yeah. Uh, and so, it, again, in in the next episode, we're going to continue this conversation on leadership pipeline, and we're going to jump up to the next row, uh, talking about how we go about developing leaders and what does that mean for leaders to to uh, grow and and share the love of God, connect to the people of God, equip for the mission of God here at FC and every stage above that as well. So I think it's a great conversation to have. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. only going to make your leadership strategy healthier, and in turn, it's going to make your people healthier, which is what we're about and we want to be about here at The Busy Pastor. 
Thank you for listening to the Busy Pastor Podcast. As we close today's episode, we want to invite you to do a few things. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Busy Pastor. And secondly, if you like today's episode, subscribe to the Busy Pastor and leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. For more resources, join the Busy Pastor community by going to busypastor.org. Fill out the form with your email address and you will get more resources, show notes, and even questions for your team. Next week, we are continuing our conversation on developing a leadership pipeline. The Busy Pastor podcast is produced by Andrew Lindstrom, video production, Jake Tipton, audio engineer, Brian Papik, music by Brandon Sharp, graphics by Zach Shaddix. See you next week. Until then, let's be busy with the right things.